for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in this game's meeting combined, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come check out our socials Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and X. Can't give it to you. All those links are found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, which I hope you do, we really need to get those uh, average views up. Uh, be, sure to, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist as well as our merchandise store across the shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it but no that's totally true we do need to get our average youtube views back up uh for the first time ever we've had something go because the views weren't where they were that's a bum but you know like our pod our pod numbers are doing fantastic um it's just that that damn youtubes because you can't you can't like share your pod numbers with like PR and stuff because they can't verify it, but they can verify YouTube and socials. So please check out the YouTube. Hey man, what's going on? Not much. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. You know, it was it's Sunday here as we record. It's SummerSlam weekend, so the, you know, you know, me being the big wrestling dork that I am, so we watched SummerSlam today. It was actually not too bad. Uh, my personal favorite part was when Brock Lesnar blew the crutch of his pants out so it's just weenus just hang- it wasn't like his weenus he had undies on underneath but it was like just crotch everywhere it was very funny for me uh roman reign story still going and i don't know why like um yeah it was a uh it was a good show it was a alright show but it was cool I had some friends over not you max uh because i know you <laughs> hate wrestling so i didn't ask you fair yeah, like normally yeah. you're like, where was my invite? Well, I would, but you'd, you'd be like, I don't know, fuck, watch your wrestling, so I didn't invite But uh, no, we did have something cool happen today, though. So so my partner, Phoebe, who I've been with for like nearly a year at this point, she met my son for the first time today, which was awesome. They got along just fine. So she got him a little uh, Five Nights at Freddy's toy, so he was instantly in. He was like, "This is the, she's the best in the world. She got me a thing that I like. Um, so that was a big win. So after SummerSlam, we then had a giant, like myself, uh, her, my son, uh, friend of the show, Craig, my housemate, Ange, my other friend, Ange. <laughs> what, you all good? Yeah, I, I don't know if you can hear my kid in the background. I'll be back in a second. All right, no worries. I'll show you. So we had a massive Nerf fight uh, in my courtyard. We just like shot Nerfs at each other for like an hour. And then because my housemate is a big LARP fan uh Soulcraft is the name of the the thing he's into whatever so out come these giant like foam great swords and battle axes and an arch uh, a, bow, a bow and arrow with like rubber tips that still fucking hurts so that came out it was absolute chaos chaos a- a- afternoon in a good way 
It was really nice. Everything went well. My son just really enjoyed hitting everyone with swords and shooting everyone. I got hit in the face numerous times. Uh, I got groined a couple of times. That was not very fun. Uh, by myself and my son. He uh, poked me in the groin with a sword at one point. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So that was fun. That was a very, very good day. And, you know, they, my, my son and, and my partner, they got along on very, very well, which was fantastic. Um, not that we were, like, scared that it wouldn't happen or, like, they wouldn't get along or anything. But it was just nice to, to have it happen, especially sort of with all my friends, which sort of made it seem super calm and relaxing, which was cool. Um, yeah. It was pretty chill. Other than that, I could talk more about SummerSlam. That's not very boring. That's very quite boring. Uh, what else did I do? I bought a new shelf. <coughs> totally just killing time until Max gets back. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> That's right. I'm even killing time with uh, just uh, noises. That's why I'm all fucking scatterbrained. I'm just exhausted. I bought a new shelf this weekend for the studio. You can't see it, but it's off to my right. Um, so I, I pulled out all my, I had all these stack of boxes, right, on the side of the studio, and it was all my games and DVDs and just utter nonsense, right? So I, uh, got a new shelf, uh, purposely built for DVDs, I've got it off Marketplace, perfect. So it's covered in all my PS3 games, my PS2 games, um, and a, a bunch of my old DVDs. And then I also went, I have a fuckload of DVDs that I'm never going to watch, so I did a big DVD culling. <coughs> which was which was fun it was good to sort of see all, all my old ps3 games on display and my ps2 games like not that i ever forgot that i had them it's just like oh yeah that one oh and that one and that one which is rad and because like, as i said i've still been on the hunt for the you know the ps3 that plays ps2 games as well so i'm like oh one day i'll get it because i wouldn't mind like playing some of these games like i look over there there's like manhunt and manhunt 2 which game which is great you know obviously the old need for speeds uh what's what else is on there silent hills your metal gear solids i know the metal gear solid like hd collection whatever the the master what, master chief collection fuck i'm having a <coughs> hard stroke um whatever the hell that one's called the new one uh keen to, to check that out but something about playing it back you know on the old, old system. Um, I'm really running out of shit to talk about. God damn it, Max. Why'd you bugger off? Hey, chat. Uh, like, for everyone that's, you know, watching live here on Twitch, to tell me something. Give me something I can riff on while Max is, Max is off doing that. Because when he comes back, we'll talk about what we've been playing um, this week. But yeah, um, what else is going on? I'm back up in Sydney again this week for work which is Evo. Uh, so Mute in the chat asked about Evo, which is the uh, fighting tournament. Couldn't care about it, even a little bit. Just not for me. Not a big fighting not a big fighting game guy. Like I like them to play them and like just boost my friends, but I've, I've never really understood esports in general as like a uh, overall industry, um, which is interesting. It's not, not in like a, oh, I can't watch people play games. But weirdly, part of it's that. And I guess because a lot of the games that I play aren't multiplayer sport, you know, like competitive games. So none of the games that I use as esports get me excited, to be honest. So that's a tough one for me. Um, yeah, just not an industry that I care about personally. Uh, TMNT, I would love love to see that new tmnt movie 
when I, I took my son to see yeah spider-man across the universe um and there was a trailer for team of t and it looks sick um so we very much going to see that uh most definitely mgb asked especially since there's like a metal gear game that came with a skateboarding game might have to track that down was it metal gear solid 2 uh like within within it as like a demo disc because i know that the i think it was zone of the enders or something came with like a really bizarre game um mm. oh, i'm not sure about that one Mega Solid 2 i have a lot of love for uh mute ask can playstation get a good game pass a good game pass like xbox yes but it won't be the same so game pass's biggest selling point which i believe is its detriment from a from a fiscal standpoint is day and date so day one releases on game pass like it is it is the biggest selling point for game pass like oh why buy games when you can just play it on game pass that is its problem and once they can circumvent like so playstation right now with ps plus like they do have some games that drop day on day of release but it's it's essentially built to be a back catalog platform and i think that's actually a, the better way to do it um mostly because it actually doesn't devalue the games so <clears throat> i truly believe that if you release a game on a service it actually makes it feel less valuable it makes it more disposable and there's no clear like it staggeringly reduces how much money that game makes within its release window because everybody knows like the first two weeks of a game's release is like the most integral time for the game it's where they make their most money i think the first month is probably the is probably if you want to widen that a little bit right it's the most important to a game's success right like look at outriders as an example right outriders is still technically yet to flip to to get any profit why and a lot of that is likely due to game pass because the game sold pretty well on playstation I believe it sold pretty well on pc but pretty sure it's also on pc game pass right so like it's a really tough place if you use it from a back catalog standpoint i think i think games uh, uh, sort of a uh, online service is is brilliant right do i think playstations is like playstation's approach of using it as a back catalog game a back, a back catalog place brilliant like for someone that has you know just getting into it getting a console or whichever exceptional brilliant it's fantastic are they doing a good job at it no fucking way like they're inconsistent they're not releasing all the back compatible games that are legitimately really good. Like if you're paying the top dollar for premium for uh, premium or deluxe, whatever, depending on where your what your region is, you are not like actively paying. Like it's not good. Like you when you get maybe one PlayStation Classic a month, and even then it's not the ones you want, or even ones that are popular or asked for. They're doing disservice. Like, Game Pass is brilliant. It, like, is a legitimately brilliant platform. And even though I have issues with it from a business standpoint, and I do believe it's long-term problems, or long-term is going to be a problem, for a consumer, it's fucking brilliant. Like, for my old job, where, you know, where we, where, you know, so for those that don't know, I help create a department that uses games as therapy. For us, it was, like, financially, it was the best thing ever why buy all these brand new games we can just buy game pass right so our entire 
department in terms of the games that we used was reliant on game pass to to simply <clears throat> have games for our clients to play so look it is a brilliant service i have so i have issues with it in in, in a larger sense more of a business sense from a consumer standpoint it's fucking fantastic um let's see mgb some games i do pick up physically thanks to xbox game pass discovering the title but it does depend on the game like if i wanted to pick it up i'll pick it up when i can that makes total sense um <clears throat> see the other the other <sighs> this is the thing because i do i can approach this from most definitely a place of privilege in that i for the longest time i've been very lucky that i can get review codes for whatever games that i'm interested in um so in that same argument like are, are games being devalued to me because of that i would say in some ways yes the fact that i you know i don't have to pay you 90 dollars or whatever to buy a game at launch yeah most definitely like games aren't as like aren't disposable for me because i still have to work to get them to get make them available but it does change it a little bit like the 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 transaction of it is altered so i get that you know i understand the hypocrisy um sort of in me you like using that as a point and then back ending it with oh well i don't really play for my game so you know yeah it's it's a it's a very 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 tough one max i can't like where is he and I understand he's looking looking for his kid, but I can't. Uh, uh, what's the word? What what do they do in like U.S. politicians when they just stand and talk? Oh, what is it called? Filibuster. I don't think I, I don't think I can filibuster for too much longer. But I'll see how I go. Uh, so MGB, our subscription is good, not really, but they are a good way to access stuff. Yes, most definitely. And because they are at the 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 mercy of the license, you know, they can pull it at any time. And then if it's, you know, that's the whole problem with that digital future. I personally love the digital digital future because, you know, physical is is old for me. Very lucky, very privileged. I have good internet. Um, so hence why pulling out all my old DVDs, I was like, wow, I own a lot of DVDs for some reason. But a lot of my things, many of them, you can't find on a service because no one would ever put them there. So that's always interesting. Uh, Mute asks, uh, Suicide Squad by Rocksteady have lost all hope for the game. Opinion. Uh, I had a lot of hope for it originally. I genuinely love the Arkham series. Um, I, like I said, in terms of me being a giant nerd, like the only, like I don't collect a lot of toys. Um, but the one collection that I do have, um, now they are still at my ex-wife's house. I haven't, um, packed them up yet just because she's got some stuff in the same cabinet so it's a whole issue and the cabinet's huge so trying to ship that here is a prick um and the only toys that i have i've actively collected were the arkham action figures specifically arkham asylum arkham and arkham city no yes arkham city arkham knight the figures weren't as good but the arkham city figures were fucking fantastic um so that's kind of the only ones i have so in terms of uh suicide squad I was really excited originally, but then second, second that we saw that it was in a similar vein, weirdly enough to, uh, um, Gotham Knights, I instantly went, Ooh, rough, not as excited. I like the characters. I like the world. I like the fact they have to try kill soup, uh, soups, but like, mm, yeah, cool. Oh, you're back. Thank fuck. 
Yeah. Oh, I've been trying to filibuster this whole time and it's been horrible. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's all right. Just I was talking about how like you know my, my partner met my son for the first time. Um, we had a big nerf fight, and then we had and then uh, Ange bought all his like his LARP uh, weaponry out. So we had a big sword fight, and, we, and it spilled out to my front lawn, and all my neighbors were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Hi." Um, and then I talked about a bunch of uh, uh, Game Pass and why it's poo, and why PlayStation services also poo, and like whether it's good, bad, the other. So that's enough for me. Fair Max. Enough. Uh yeah, we're still we're still in the how's that week been? It's been crazy. No, it's been alright. Um, my kid was finally getting better. Apparently now she's just dying again. That's fun. Um, but other than that, yeah, my week's been my week. It's been pretty chill. Not bad. Yeah. All right, let's get to the section we call what we've been playing because we got to get moving. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. But we've been here twenty minutes. Max, yeah. what have you been playing? Uh, some more Remnant 2. Um, I'm now on my third third campaign playthrough. Still haven't beat the final boss. Keep just getting to the final boss and resetting. Um, that that boss fight is an absolute clusterfuck of epileptic fits. Epileptic fits? Yeah. The lots, of, lots of flashing, lots of teleporting, lots of on-screen st- stuff going, going nuts. <coughs> Excuse me. Um... But other than that, um, the game's still great. Every time I play through the campaign, I'm experiencing something new that I haven't um, that I haven't seen before, yeah. which is awesome. Um, due, due to the procedurally generated nature of the game, um, obviously there's there's a few things that I've I've, I've done a few times <clears throat> and just picked the the different outcome. Uh, so one of the bosses is you can side with the boss or side against it. So I've now done both. Which, which, which is... have you found is the more preferred option? Uh, I mean... <laughs> As in, like, is there an, a noticeable difference by making the alternate choice? Not, not really. It, it purely just gives you a different uh, reward for doing the quest, which will allow you to craft either a different weapon or a different um, a different mod point for, the, for a gun. Okay. So... Which I don't use anyway. I've kind of found my two f- <laughs> found my two favorite weapons, and I kind of just don't switch from them ever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then the other game I've been playing, I've I put about ten ish hours into Baldur's Gate three since it launched on Friday morning for us. Well, because it's a quiet yeah. week, we cynically have made that the title of the episode, even though it's not on PlayStation yet. But uh... it's not on PlayStation yet, so it is coming to PlayStation. It's coming to PlayStation September. Th- is your kid being murdered? No, she's just, she's very upset. She had a coughing fit, threw up a little bit, woke ah. up, and she's complaining that she's got a sore stomach. Okay. So she wants to go to the doctors right now, but obviously there's no doctors open right now. So oh, yeah, Ali's because of last to... week where you like, we go to the doctor now. It's like yeah, that pressing. So yeah, I get that. Ali's, Ali's trying to give her some medicine to help with the stomach pain. How's that? No, not taking anything. Can hear it. I have, a, I have a lab coat if you want to drive over here. Like, hello. Can hear it. Oh, yeah, but screaming out that she wants me. <clears throat> so I might have to disappear again soon. Um, yeah, so I've started playing Baldur's Gate 3. I'm playing with a friend. So this is very much your Dungeons and Dragons tabletop role playing game in video game form. So you pick your class, you roll your character, you pick your, you pick your, your stats, you roll your feats, your skills, your, yeah everything so i am playing 
um, so the fun thing that these guys do, they did it, um, Larian Studios did it back with Divinity, <coughs> Divinity 2, and they've brought it back here again, and they have uh, what they refer to as Origins. So Origins are pre-made characters that will, um, will have their own predetermined backstory, their, their predetermined roles, stats, everything. So you can, if you want to play through their story, you can. Um, you put in the chat if it comes to PS5, it will have fast load times. Apparently, the answer is yes, and and apparently it's got cross save. So if you pick it up now on PC, you can swap back to to console at a later date. Um, How much is it on the PC? I don't know. I bought it three years ago in early access, and I think I paid like forty bucks for it. It's probably like a hundred bucks now, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Um, as a, as an early adopter, I got uploaded. I got upgraded to the digital deluxe edition for free, so that was nice. Um. Apparently, well, it's cross save, but it. like, I, it might not be cross purchase. Yeah, so, I, like, I, I don't think I don't, it, to, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna buy it twice. I doubt it's cross purchase. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's cross save. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw it somewhere. Um, so I'm playing one of the origins called it's called the Dark One. Mm-hmm. And it's the only origin that is fully customizable. You can pick your race, you can pick your class, you can do all this. And essentially, you start the game, you have no memory, you have no backstory, but you have these (coughs) violent urges and tendencies. Yeah! Sexy. (laughs) So, like, one of of my... um, One of the cutscenes, because I'm playing multiplayer, you can listen into your uh, companion's conversations or you can see their cutscenes if they're having a cutscene when you're not and for, for this particular class it privatizes some of your cutscenes so the other player can't see what's happening and like um one of the nights we went back to our camp to have a um to, to rest essentially went back to camp and this this person rocked up and they're like hey i i saw what you did out there i'd love to join your team can I hang around you guys? And I'm like, yeah, hang around us. That'll be cool. And um, my my teammate, because we were in Discord chatting, he's like, oh, I'm getting this really cool cussing. I'm like, yeah, I'm having this really cool cussing too. I straight up murdered this person. And he's just having this lovely dream over here. And he's like, the next morning when we wake up, there's literally blood splatters all over the ground. He's like, the hell happened? Hey, that new person's gone. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's super weird. Did you make the choice, yeah. or was it part of the cutscene? No. So I, I, stri- I, my choices were hide the body, clean up the mess, <laughs> or just tell everyone that I straight up, pretty sure I murdered this person. What was okay? Okay. All right. So I, I rolled my deception no-win check. Scenario. Okay. I rolled my deception check. Hid the body. Succeeded. Except for so the no blood, one knows. No one knows that I did it. I just, as far as they're aware, I just woke up with this blood everywhere. Okay. So, yeah, I'm playing the this long game. This is very D&D, yeah. Playing the <laughs> long game, yes. So I'm playing a, I rolled a monk. My The person I'm playing with wanted to be a spellcaster, so I'm like, we need to we need to have someone tanky. My original plan was I was going to be a skill monkey bard. The jack of all trades, master of none. And I'm like, no, we need someone a bit beefy, so playing a monk um you do get to play with uh uh like npc allies so we've also got a rogue and a cleric in our party that kind of ties us all together nicely we've got a ranged got a healer got a tank got a spellcaster yeah. so and the amount of stuff that you can do in this game is just crazy 
So Man, you sent me moment- a clip of like this goblin, like just deep dicking this giant troll. Um, what a game! <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, um, like, we got into a, we got into a combat scenario last night. I I literally pulled a lever, opened a gate, and this fucking gigantic minotaur is just running at me. And because it's turn based combat, like D and D, I'm like, I'll think about this. And then I'm like, oh, I just like absolutely straight up put like tons of of like gunpowder barrels in my backpack, and I just started pulling them out. And I was just throwing these barrels, like rolling them down the hill at the Minotaur. And I'm like, just shoot it. And the fucking Minotaur just lit up. <laughs> Killed it in one hit. It was great. It's like, yeah. And the, you know, the things you can do to like outsmart the puzzles yeah. and the, the traps in this game. Like I saw a, I saw a clip of Matt Mercer playing with one of the developers for the game. And um, they needed to break into a castle. He's like, I know how to do this. And he just fucking stacked boxes Oh, up. I saw that and clip. Then, yeah. And then just like shot an arrow across and transposed himself to where the arrow landed. He's like, I'm in. Who needs keys? Yeah. <laughs> See, the, the thing that I know about this, and this is why I'm glad I'm not playing with you, by the way, because I know how you play D&D. Like, you and I have never played D&D together, but I know how you play. And you're a prick. Like you're the you're you're those game breaking assholes, right? Oh so yeah. So like, I guarantee oh, yeah. that playing alongside Baldur's Gate three with you, I would want to murder you. Which is which is why I wanted to play a bard. I want to be that skill monkey. I want to be able to talk my way out of every situation yeah. and just be like, at the end of the day, everything is up to a dice roll. And if I have, if I have bonuses to every single dice roll, I'm a happy man. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been it's been great. I'm looking forward to diving into it deeper. Um, obviously, like I said, I did buy this in early access, yeah. so I have technically been playing this for the better part of three years now. How is how um, are you finding it from three years ago to now? Apart a lot's from, changed. A lot better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better. A lot's changed too. So, um, back in the early days, some of the cutscenes is like non-existent because that that pop oh, up yeah, in the same. Yeah. This cutscene will be added at the end in the in the final version of the game. Um, a lot of the st- layouts of areas have been changed completely. Um, obviously, new classes have been added, new races have been added throughout. So, Monk literally launched on day of launch. So, it's all fresh at the moment, so it's been really fun. So, were you um, playing a bard in those previous runs? I was playing a bard in the previous runs. Uh, the only... Um, uh, no yeah. bad bugs. The only bug I've run into is after about four hours in game my frame rate just went to shit. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's a really easy fix. So the default setting for the game is to run in borderless windowed. Apparently, if you just make it proper full screen, it fixes that issue. Oh, so you go into the back end and sort of tell... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, look, I, I guess, like, we we've cheekily made the title in advance, was the idea. So Baldur's Gate 3, a AAA game that is actually good at launch. Is this true? Yeah. Um, I'm having a loss with it. It hasn't... I know it has some issues on the Steam Deck. Apparently, it does have the green tick for the Steam Deck, but apparently there are some issues. Um, I believe there's a set of a few hot fixes coming next week with some minor issues. I haven't run into anything, like, full-on game-breaking. Um, just, you know, the slight FPS hitch here and there when going into busy spots. Um, the... You know, they, they cheekily put out a post of, like, 
<clears throat> you know, we, we made a AAA game at launch. There's no DLC. There was no uh, pre-order. It was it was an interesting touch to, to be like, there was no edition that allowed you to play it early. I'm like, well, there kind of was because you could buy it in early access, but it wasn't like... Yeah, but like, it you, wasn't like you, you didn't, have, you didn't pay an extra because of it, though. You paid yeah. less. Yeah, there wasn't um, there wasn't like pay a hundred and ten dollars now, and you can actually play it before the official launch. Yeah, so um, I think yeah. most of the sorry, most of the people I know who have run into bugs were the people that didn't follow the instructions of delete all your saves, uninstall the game entirely, and then reinstall it once the game's launched. Yeah. So there was no preload available for the for the game mm -hmm. because obviously early access still existed. So they're like, you need to delete everything that has anything to do with the early access because it will fuck shit up most likely yeah some there'll be some sort of caching somewhere that would, would probably yeah. cause an issue yeah yeah um <clears throat> is it a betson game i <clears throat> i mean you enjoy D, &D to a degree yeah but see i i enjoy non-fantasy role-playing so like in terms yeah. of tabletop like fantasy i find kind of done there's very little yeah. that gets me excited in tabletop role playing that is like fantasy based if you're like here's a space west and i'm like fuck yeah give me that here's one that's set in like a high school like, you know, even though i hate that genre for like anime and shit but i'm like yeah i'll play that in fucking trpg why not i mean this is this is this is definitely the f a fantasy uh, ttr is it like high fantasy like the witcher <laughs> or like so the over your overarching quest is you need to get a parasite out of your brain yeah. to stop you from turning into an illithid. Uh, is that a bad thing? A, 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 a mind flower. Oh, okay. You don't, you don't want to talk. You don't want to turn into an alien. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Well, now that we know they're true this week, uh, <clears throat> aliens are real and we have UFOs and yeah. shit, it's probably a good idea to not turn into one. Yeah, so... But, you know, there's a... It, it's it's one of those things mute, of mute, like sorry mute in the chat says wow high school over fantasy look a very specific one so one of my one of the leap. one of the trpgs that i've enjoyed the most uh it was a savage worlds rule set called east texas university it's uh buffy the slayer meets scooby-doo in a high school in a college in university right so even though you've got to go do all so, these soup so buffy yeah but like, yeah, so it's kind of, it's great. Like it, yeah, it's like Buffy. So you, you, you go hunt supernatural shit at night, but you still have to like go to classes and do whatever. It's so good. I'm going to get them A's. Yeah. Which is, which is actually really fun. And it, it gives you the opportunity to, to sort of play like different, you know, like I went to university and I was a giant dork the whole time because I'm a giant dork, but like, it's a great way to sort of play different ways. Like maybe let's see what university was like as a jock. Let's see what yeah. it was like as a someone that wasn't me. <laughs> you know, it's a cool little idea. That college um, on high school, yeah, yeah. I guess I probably should have specified, but yeah, high school from like a like a persona, yeah, not so much. So I guess it would depend on like if you play solo versus in a group. I'd probably play solo. Um, I know, I know. One of the things that the community is kind of a little bit miffed about is if you ever have a friend come and join your party. It brings their character in, and then you can never ever get rid of them out of your party. You could only put party members in your campsite if they're the NPC characters. Okay. So if you have a friend randomly join you for a gameplay session, then never ever come back. You're stuck with their character forever, apparently. So say if you have a party of four, you'll always have a third. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So the max party size is four for four player yeah. characters. Um, 
But yeah, apparently if you yeah, if you have someone just randomly join your team, they they're stuck there forever. You can't send them back to camp and bring out one of the origin characters. That well, that sucks. Recruited along the way. So I wonder if that was intentional or if that will change. But again, like it, I'm playing. I'm playing with a, in a group of two, and we're playing the. <clears throat> if you get into the dialogue. It is entirely your choice as to what you do. We don't have to discuss options. We don't have to be like, mm, I think you should do this. Well, seeing as you have it's, like, it's... I love how you made that rule because no one can. No, see it was. What the it was. I say. mean, it was. It was. It was something that we both agreed on. It was how we played Divinity and Divinity Two together. It's. It's your dialogue. Your character is the one having the dialogue. Yep. You, you play are in to your character for that. You play to your character. Um. So yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it for me. That's all I've really been playing. Nice. And yeah, we play some games we can't talk about just yet, but uh, we'll get back to them in a later date. <clears throat> uh, I myself uh, have really. I think I talked about this last week. I've, I have been in a bit of a funk, right? Like I'm not finding games that just capture me, right? I find many things that have captured me, by the way, like just in general. Um, so. This week, so this weekend specifically, um, my son and I played more Five Nights at Freddy's. So they released a DLC uh, last week called Ruin. It's to expand on Security Breach. So he and I finished that over the weekend. He was very, very happy. Because uh, there's just new, like new versions of some of the animatronics. It's a little bit different. So that was fun. More Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, I've got back and played some more Dead Island 2. Because, like, I kind of wanted to... I wanted to play something. Because I knew... That, like, there's... Part of me wants to play games, but I can't find the one that hits me. Dead Island 2, because it, it has been a game that was in development for, like, nine years, right? It's got a lot of really old sensibilities in it. And we've talked about this when we re when we reviewed it way back in the day. When it did... When it came out. Um, so, a lot of that is location-based, churn, repeat very simple and it kind of spoke to the right part of my brain so like i'm just going around just fucking walloping shit like shooting stabbing bonking heads off zombies and then going and doing missions that i give no fucks about the story i'm just gonna go here go collect this thing i'm like all right stab 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 wallop bump shoot shoot all right cool crap okay take it back right and that's fun so like because with that in mind, I also re-downloaded uh, Far Cry 5 because they now have PS5 support, quote-unquote. Like, oh, I love I loved Far Cry 5. I thought Joseph Seed was an incredible villain. No, I'd mind playing that again at like 60 frames. That'd be sick. I also downloaded Valhalla as well because like that, you sort of that repetitive nature of the game, go there, do this, build your stats, blah, 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 blah. Like seemed mindless enough that it might be the thing that gets me into going. I haven't booted, played either of them yet. <laughs> but, um, you know, like that was kind of the concept that I had. So yeah, Dead Island 2 is great. I'm like this close to the end at this point. Um, what's the last thing I did? Go to the CDC to get my blood tested or something. I'm like six missions off the end of the game, not even. That was last oh, time we nice. checked. So like, I'm really super close, which is cool. But I keep getting distracted by side stuff. Like, oh, while I'm here, I'll go do this mission that I found, or I'll go over here. Like, hey, what's behind? What's in this building? I stab my way through it, find some collectibles that mean nothing. Um, the other thing that I've been playing as well is uh, with Moving Out 2 coming out in a couple weeks, I went back to Moving Out 1 because in the same vein, 
Like, well, last time I was in my gaming funk, because it happens, I was playing uh, Tools Up, and Tools Up got me out of the funk. So Tools Up was a game all about, like, uh, interior decorating, but, like, think overcooked. So you, like, you have a time limit, you gotta do all the shit in the room and get it done in the time limit. Simple. Moving out's the same, but in the alternate direction. Get all the shit out of this house into the moving truck in a time limit. Like, mental. This sounds right up there. This might be what's going to get me out of the funk. And it's helping. And it has me really excited for moving out too. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I'm just going to churn through this for a little while until two becomes available and see what happens. And it's good. You know, it's good to sort of like, I, I really enjoyed it when I played it originally back in the day. Um, and then I, I've kind of realized I hit a point and I'm like, oh, I never got past this point. And now I'm past that point. And I'm like, rad. So like back in the day, a good friend of the show, Paul, Paul James from Player 2, he and I actually went to SMG Studios here in Melbourne and we watched a play test uh, uh, moving out one. So I got a, I got to see a good scope of the levels. Then some of them, were, some of them were the really simple house ones, but then there was the one where you just got to like throw packages off a plane into a truck and the truck keeps moving. And then one of the things is a fucking giraffe corpse. So it's like the neck's all springy, but the body's just dead fucking weight. So it was really good fun. Um, so yeah, like super keen when they announced two, I was like, holy shit, fuck yes. Um, so yeah, super keen, but moving out one, still brilliant, moving out two, not far away sometimes. Uh, I think that might be it, Max. Cool. Meat and potatoes time. Yeah, let's get into section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Uh, the answer overall is not much. No, it's pretty quiet. But Hence the, uh, was, the filibustering. Uh, there was a announcement for some uh, new beta firmware, which means if it's going to have a beta, that's going to be a pretty substantial change-up. Uh, it won't just improve the consoles, uh, the system's... Uh, capabilities so a new ps5 firmware update will enter the beta testing phase for qualifying users later uh, was the last week i think thursday they announced it mm. so if you're a beta tester you have access to it right now uh bringing many more features to the current gen console if you have been selected to, partic to participate i can't speak uh you'll have received an email on how to get it going so i dropped out of the ps5 beta firmware update I was you, you didn't want it to like crap your shit up didn't want to crap my shit out because it was really hard to get PS5s at the time. It still is to a degree, but not as hard. Uh, so the plan is to bring the PlayStation 5 firmware update to all console owners later this year, with the headline addition being the ability to extend your M.2 SSD storage even further. Following the update, the 4 terabyte storage limit is being doubled to 8 terabytes. That sounds great on paper to realize an 8 terabyte M.2 at the speed they need is $1,500. Ha! I paid, what, like 300 for my two terabyte one? I was like, oh, that's like a bonus. That's not so bad. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. In addition, a new accessibility feature allows you to assign a second PS5 controller to a single account. Quote, this oh. feature introduces a new way for you to enjoy games collaboratively with others or help a friend or child navigate a particularly challenging section of the game. End quote. That's, the PlayStation that's, I like this finally bringing in the uh, the thing that Microsoft's had for the last couple of years, yep. the assist mode. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, the the PS5 controller's haptic feedback can be utilized at a system level with vibrations linked to receiving notifications, booting up a game, reaching the end of a scrollable list, 
Bro, this optional feature enhances immersion and is particularly useful for players with some level of sight or hearing disability who appreciate the additional feedback on their inputs, end quote. It's a little weird that that wasn't already there. Like, seeing as that the haptic, you know, the feedback, the rumble roo of the controller is like, it's the big, it was the biggest marketing fucking thing. Ow, I just, as I punched my desk. Oh, haptic feedback. Um, you know, of, of the fucking console. Like, why was these in-menu things not there? So at a glance, the new PlayStation 5 firmware update includes the support for larger ca uh, capacity SSDs, use of a second controller for assistance, the system UI haptic feedback, support for compatible Dolby Atmos enabled audio devices. So all you fools out there with sound bars. This guy. So I have a Dolby Atmos system in my house and it's fucking fantastic. And that small window of time that I had an Xbox jesus so I, I stole it from my old work and then i gave it back when i resigned um slash got made redundant um it was awesome right so i am shitting myself excited for this because like atmos you know uh front side behind up over it's it's incredible like watching a movie like you know just anything that's like you know star wars like pew, pew, these things go you can feel like when that star destroyer comes over the top of you like you can feel feel it like it's insane so give me that in the games hells yes all the time why the fuck wasn't this here already once again something that like xbox had at most is pretty common now glad it's coming uh, party user interface update i don't use party a lot you do like do, I, are you wanting a party ui update yeah it kind of needs it uh you'll be able to join friends game sessions more easily game hub tournaments um, will have its own tile on the screen. Uh, you can react to messages with emojis now, so Gross. you can just like give them the quick thumbs up reply if, just... instead of typing out shit. Uh, you can search for your games in your library now. I have like four hundred and something games in my back in my history, my library, and as we continue into the PS5 generation and with the backwards compatibility, much needed feature. <clears throat> Uh, improvements to the game help, new discover features, and the biggest update of all, you can finally mute the beep sound of the PS5 when you turn it on. Which is great. Like, <clears throat> it hasn't been an issue for me living by myself. But, like, I, I'm, I'm one of the big memes on the internet is you're like, you wake up and you're like, ah, yeah, beep, and then the, the missus hears it and they're like, oh, wait, and you're like, oh, fuck. Literally, literally did that earlier today, turned the PlayStation on. I was like, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah look obviously for me the big ones are the atmos support um i like the rumble roost that's pretty sweet i don't i have no intentions of buying a bigger ssd but yeah the for me the it's all atmos but what about you is it the beeps is it the beep it's mostly the beep isn't it the beep and um control support's good yeah being able to being able to like chauffeur yeah well, like, for me, my son just gives me the controller. Like, we're playing Five Nights, he's like, I don't, this is hard, here you go. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Well, see, my, my kid likes the idea of playing Rocket League, but she's three. It sucks. Oh, so you you play, like, rather than giving her a controller not plugged in. Mm. That makes sense. All right. Because this, uh, this, this is a conversation that we'll be having forever, it appears. Apparently, Max, the ABK deal is back on. It has been mercifully thankfully quiet on the microsoft front the last part uh, the last two weeks as it uh, as it was seeking to overcome the final hurdle of its hurdle sorry of its 69 billion dollar buyout of activision blizzard king 
Uh, the UK's regulator, the Competition and Markets Authority, were the one putting a bit of a hurdle on it. At last we heard, the duo had postponed plans for a hearing while it attempted to hammer out that some sort of deal. Uh, this follows on, uh, the regulator's decision to block the acquisition on the basis of the emerging cloud gaming market, which isn't as emerging or important as everyone thinks it is. Since then, the European Commission has given it the green light and the FTC had lost in court, leaving the buyout on the precipice. Sony, perhaps sensing the direction the wind was blowing, has since signed a decade-long deal to keep Call of Duty on its platforms. Even though the CMA never blocked the deal on the basis of the consoles, Microsoft has pointed to Sony's signature as a reason it should now allow the deal to pass. In a document submitted to the department, it said that the buyout, quote, ensures that perhaps the most powerful player in the video games industry will have access in the long term to the Activision games it considers most important, end quote. <clears throat> the Redmond firm also noted a deal it signed with cloud gaming company Enware, uh, which was inked days after the CMA's decision. For these reasons, it's urged the decision to, uh, the, sorry, the division to reconsider its conclusions. Microsoft now has until the 18th of October to close the acquisition after extending its deadline with ABK earlier in the month. Clearly, it still has hurdles to work through with the UK's regulator, but it looks like it's only a matter of time before the deal closes. I still, I'm, I'm, I, all my points and opinions have been very heavily said about this there is nothing new that i would contribute to today yeah i literally have nothing new to add to it no. it's it's gonna happen it's just it's gonna happen in closer to october now than yeah. already have happened like, like the only thing that, that i'd add is like yeah the entire grounds being around the cloud market as we've come as literally happened in the ftc things they're like yeah the cloud's not as exciting as we thought it was eh that's pretty much what they said like hey it's not as successful as we thought it's probably not going to be the infrastructure isn't really there so like those grounds are less exciting and let's face it most gamers who actually play games don't want to play fucking cloud-based games no because latency is ass i last night in bed my son was asleep because he sleeps with me when he comes here because he likes because he doesn't see me that often he likes to be near me I, I tried to remote play using my backbone to the console that is literally like two meters from me it was shit and because and like and that's was using local network like it pinging itself rather than through a network and it was still bad so like you know even the q light when it comes i'm like it better have some fucking fancy pants you know sp specific talking network where it doesn't have that otherwise what a waste of a device mm. yeah it, yeah Oh Cloud shit, fucking WrestleQuest. Is that out this week? Or is it already out? I think it might be already out. It came out last week, didn't it? Yes, I thought it did. It was, right. it was one of only two games that came yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I just remembered, I went, oh fuck, why am I not playing more WrestleQuest? Quick bits. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, our PS5 giveaway from influencer Kai Kennett or Senate. I have no idea how to pronounce his name. Breaks New York as over 2,000 people. Oh, it's not available on the, on the, on the, until the 8th for us. Uh, that's lame. For free PS5 consoles. Uh, Call of Duty have taken to Twitter to uh, mock some people about the leaks and says, uh, get ready to see our artwork next week during the reveal. <laughs> so expect a Modern Warfare 3 official reveal sometime later this week, early next week. Uh, and since joining PlayStation Plus, Dreams has acquired 100,000 new dreamers. 
Okay, well, that, see, that itself is pretty interesting because we talked about uh, Dreams obviously being free now on PlayStation Plus. Um, cool. Like, hopefully, that's picking up some sort of traction. Live service support ends for it in like a month. Yeah, cool. So, like, hey, enjoy it, and then and the numbers go away again. Like, I don't see it sort of being this big reversal. And I was like, oh shit, we'll keep them online now. Hundred thousand is not enough. Is not enough. Um, yeah, so Modern Warfare 3, knew it was coming. Um, cool. Yeah, this Kai dude, that's it, fascinating. Is I've learned about it. I think we were talking about it at the start of the show or before the show. Um, crazy. Uh, you in the chat mute, says, bet uh, Betson will play Goodbye Volcano High on 29th because high school. No, no, I will not. Uh, because a couple of reasons. I don't like fairy culture. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And hey, aren't they all dinosaurs? Dinosaurs yeah, on fairy. Yeah, they... well, bullshit. It's fucking anthropomorphic dinosaurs, right? That That is the whole premise of fucking furry culture. Not for me. Look, you do you. Those that do that, I'm not judging you. I'm judging your whole culture. <laughs> I don't get it right like i understand there are people that like you know resonate more with animals than they do people i don't know who hurt you and i'm sorry but like it's bizarre i i i can't do it i can't do it i'm sorry i can't do it and yeah no there's no chance i'm playing no chance i have no interest i shat on that game the second that i saw it i've shat on it consistently since i'm gonna shit on it when it releases sounds like bug snacks yeah, but Bug Snacks like actually turned out to be really good, and I guarantee you that good, Goodbye Volcano High is not that. Buddy will play it for for you, and then Buddy will tell you how good or bad it is. Yeah, probably, yeah. It seems like a very Buddy game. Volcano High, but, are you serious? Buddy likes all those um, indie style games. Yeah, no, no, he likes you yeah, you're moving out and you're on. camping, you know. And, Oh yeah, no, he does have not, interesting. I'm not trying to put Buddy on blast here, but we love you, Buddy. He he's a lot more open-minded than what you are. <laughs> Fine, you'll like bugs of a dinosaur. Yeah, if it was like goodbye, uh, bug high, I'd probably still hate it. But I like you know. <laughs> See that? Okay, okay. So let's specify. So the reason I disliked Bug Snacks is because I felt it was a game that was being overly cutesy, but like having no substance. And like that frustrated me. And then the whole gimmicky song and everyone was like jerking the game's dick. And I, I felt at the time, because you know, very little bit about her had been revealed or shown or previewed. All it had was this song. And I'm like, this is obnoxious and I hate it. And, and then I played it and I realized the game is deeper and darker than I had most definitely anticipated. And actually really funny. Big win. Where so the reasons I dislike it do not align with the reasons that I dislike um, Volcano High, which then also does not align with the reasons that I dislike anime <laughs> or an anime games. See, like it's one of those things where like I'm like, well, I don't like this, and I can tell you exactly why I don't like it. And the people are like, I don't like it. Why don't you like? Why don't like it? No, I I can give you the exact reasons of why I don't like something. It's because you hate fun. No, that is that's not true. I'm, I'm a bit of a cynical, like cr- grumpy asshole. Upcoming titles: Tower of Fantasy. I get that. Ga- I guess that game blows. Uh, PS5, PS4, August eighth. Legend Bowl. PS5, PS4, August 9th. Atlas Fallen coming to PS5, August tenth. I know that was the game that you were all boned up for. Yeah, um, I saw it, and it gave me like 
Uh, how did I describe it the first time? Like, like out, Destiny Outriders, Darksiders, Destiny yeah. was the three you gave. Yeah. Like, that 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 sounds cool. See, I gave no like, shits. I, I think in, like, all the promo videos, there's a dude skating on sand. I'm like... See, this is the thing. So you I'm like, went, oh, it's not sick trip, that's all. You went, <laughs> I want to play Atlas Fallen. I said, that sounds like a fucking anime game. You can get fucked. And then you went, watch the trailer. And I did. And, and I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. And then as I'm watching it while you're talking to me, and you're like, it's very Outriders. I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm in. And then like, yeah, skating down dunes and stuff. I was like, oh, fuck yes. But not like, not dune as in dune dune, but I, do, I just said dune too many times. Yeah, that's it. It, um, it completely, like, because I think it was shown at a showcase earlier yeah. this year or late last year. And then it completely fell off my radar. And then I'm like, it comes out next week. Yeah, well, it wasn't until, like, PlayStation Australia was like, here's all the games coming out this month. And I was like, hey, that's... I saw the picture and went, that's the game that Max was excited for. And it doesn't look weeby. I'm like, did I fuck... Is it coming out already? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, like, a next year game. But apparently I'm crazy, so. Yeah. Checks out. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so thank everyone for joining us. Even, like, once again, we didn't have a whole lot to talk about, yet I somehow we somehow made an hour, near, a near-hour show. I guess my 20-minute filibuster did did do wonders. Um, but we'll wrap up the show because Max has kept up. Is is you still in yeah, I can still I can, I can still hear Hadley get All right, we'll just get this so fucking done. I'll, I'll wrap this up and go see the... All right, everybody. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including <clears throat> including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. Please watch on YouTube. Please watch on YouTube. Yeah. If you have, what is it, YouTube Plus Premium? Yeah, it just, is, yeah listen to it like a podcast. It a podcast. Just turn the screens off. Yeah, or just play it, mute the tab, let it go. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that happens at 9 a.m. on Mondays. Um, but if you'd like to join us in future conversations, come and, uh, come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and X, Twitter, Twitter X, it's Twitter X. It's, it's Twitter. Fuck X. It's Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Come Why you'd ha- you have like a fucking decade of incredible brand recognition and you change it? Get the fuck out of here. It's like, oh, it's it's not cling film. It's it's glad wrap. It's not a, it's not a cooler. It's an esky. Like, what are you doing? You moron. If you, want to, if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating if you are uh, a written review. If you're watching us on YouTube, which I please, please, please hope you are, uh, be, sure to give us a, be sure to give us a like, subscribe, and leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures. As well as our merchandise store, Podcast Conversation Shop, where you buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. It, it, it was funny when you brought up uh, Eskies, because uh, I totally prefer the uh, Kiwi vernacular for Esky. What is it? The chili bin. Oh, that's so much better. All right, well, that's changed. The chili bin. I retract my Esky statement. And I'm now going to get a drink from my chili bin. That's fucking way better. That's so much better.